Good morning. A very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, uh, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunities. And your ability to plan your trades um, is a really important feature of, of learning how to trade. And um, it's, that, it's that age old saying, you know, if you plan your trades, um, uh, if you, if you, uh, the phrase has just eluded my brain after a really long, nice weekend away from these markets. But if you, uh, it's basically about building a trade plan, which you can then look to execute over the course of the day. So after that very, very dodgy start, let's get straight into it then guys. Hope you're all keeping well. Hope you had a really good, uh, weekend away and um, you're relatively refreshed now after really March was a, a pretty sloppy choppy uh, kind of a strange month with with a sort of a strange backdrop to it um, yesterday was actually you know a significantly volatile trading day actually but and I'll show you in the charts in just a second uh, surprisingly so um, and let's see if we get some confirmed direction now uh, over the course of uh, of today's trading with some really important news events again in the pipeline this week, uh, largely around US inflation numbers. So let's get straight into it then. So just as a quick introduction, all profitable traders need to consider, of course, which markets to trade. So trade selection, a uh, really important feature. Um, we want to know what we're trading and more importantly, why are we trading these particular markets? Then entry and exits. Um, we're going to... Uh, we're going to post our take profits um, levels uh, with our trade signals now. So we used to do it. We kind of moved away from it a little bit. Now we're moving back to it just so that we can drive home the ability to be consistent in these markets. We think that's really important right now. Um, and then risk management. Hopefully you predetermine how much risk you commit to each trade prior to entry. Um, what happens if the market's moving your favor do you have a, a means in which you can uh you can mitigate risk booking profit all things of that nature uh, and trading psychology as well um very important features considerations we discuss every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach um accurate with the levels we use disciplined and also be patient as well okay then let's now get into it um of course, we plan our trades and then we trade our plan. Those were, that was the phrase that was, for some reason, eluding me just a moment ago. And um, having a plan to execute is uh, should keep you on the straight and narrow to a certain degree. So yesterday, bank holiday across many, many markets. Um, it was really interesting to see some of the moves we've seen over the course of the trading day. Um, some surprising moves as well. Uh, we'll have a look at the charts in just a second. So just looking at today's news events, we don't have anything of any major concern. We had CPI um, coming in uh, lower than expected, uh, consumer price index numbers. So lower inflation on the consumer side in China, um, below expectations, but PPI coming in very much in line with expectations. So, you know, we were hearing for the last number of weeks with China reopening, we're going to get this sort of uh, massive boom and certainly not feeding through just yet. And this is a this is a yearly number as well. 
So maybe over the course of the next 12 months, we might see uh, a significant uptick potentially in, in inflation. Okay, so anything else of any concern? Not really. We've got a couple more uh, China news events. Nothing of any major concern. We're looking for, uh, in fact, tomorrow's news is really quite significant and quite important. We'll have some major CPI numbers coming out of the US tomorrow. Uh, core CPI headline, year-on-year -year CPI and monthly. Uh, so we're looking for a sizable improvement in inflation in the US. And this is an interesting um, expectation for these markets, 5.2%, a sizable reduction from 6%. And um, we currently have rates, if I show you the rates in the US at 5% um, currently. If, if we see a 25 basis point move up to 5.25, it would then mean that um, inflation would actually then be above, sorry, uh, interest rates, US interest rates would then be above inflation technically if it comes in at 5.2%. So quite an important um, uh, news event tomorrow because uh, the whole concern behind these markets is very much inflation driven. And if the US can get interest rates above inflation, then it can certainly pause for a period of time to see if we get further downside in inflation. And what we don't want to see is inflation start ticking higher again. Um, so we will literally have to see how this inflation number plays out tomorrow. Um, but on the surface, it looks quite positive for industry markets. And it looks, I suppose, technically negative uh, as well for, um, for the dollar. So that whole sort of correlation might start playing out again. We still need to see a little bit more, more clarity from a technical perspective. But the US uh, inflation numbers tomorrow, very, very important event for these markets. So we'll keep an eye on those. Uh, and we've also got tomorrow the, the meeting minutes. So, you know, that could be quite a volatile event in terms of um, what was said how it was said and uh what we're likely to see early early may uh, in what three weeks time three and a bit weeks time so in between there we've got a lot of uh we'll be hearing from government of the central bank let's see what he's talking about speak about the resilience of the global financial system an online event hosted by the Institute of International Finance. Audience questions expected. Okay, that that's that could be quite uh, an interesting uh, event for these markets. So worth keeping an eye on that as well. All right, so that's pretty much it. It's just a week really of inflation. Um, on Wednesday, on Thursday we have uh, the PPI numbers. Tomorrow we have CPI, uh, and then we we're going to end with some retail sales and consumer sentiment. So. So what does this mean for these markets in terms of, you know, positioning ourselves? Uh, firstly, just have a quick look at yesterday's um, price action. Pretty, uh, pretty significant, isn't it? A significant amount of bearish price action. You know, we've probably been pretty much net sellers of these markets. Um, we, we'd much prefer to look for opportunities. And when we saw this market break 
break to the downside with Lingen. Ah, very, very interesting this. Uh, the 4070, we are back on to the downside. That was the structural failure trade we were talking about. Um, and of course, it, it then bounced off that level and started pushing quite higher. And now we're technically um, above the monthly high, last month's high. So further expectations to the upside, really. Um, that's kind of where we're at. This is on the monthly time frame, so you'd be forgiven by saying, you know, this market is particularly kind of up and down. And if you look at the, the literally the up and down nature of the last six months, you'd see perhaps we could probably get some selling this month. Um, so uh, the markets are kind of supporting prices to the upside, uh, potentially more so. But you can also see the recent highs of the 4200. That would be your next sort of confirmation that this market is uh, is likely to push higher. Um, we do have a smaller high at the 41.45 level. That would be another little structural failure trade. Um, potentially a little bit of short-term buying in these markets. They're all in the same boat. There's a there's a there's a considerable amount of of consolidation at these levels. But yesterday's price action was really quite important. It just shows you the um, that these markets are turning into kind of buy the dip type markets now again. This is what happened back here. You know, a significant amount of selling. Okay, it ran into support, but then reversed and then kicked on to the upside. Um, yesterday, really strong selling and a break above these highs would certainly give us a, a decent signal to the upside um the FTSE gapped higher um we had a lot of resistance levels around these these highs in here we've clearly gapped above those now on the open um and we've got some important resistance uh, around the 7850 level so we're not too far away from that now so levels to keep in mind. DAX has gapped higher as well. Um, you can see we've got all-time highs here at the 16291 level. So there's every potential for this market to, to kick on up to that level. So equities are looking surprisingly positive. And um, Bitcoin as well. Um, really kind of important move. and. Um, Like, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, we kind of told you so regarding, you know, Bitcoin. Um, it shouldn't be forgotten that that this move in Bitcoin is, is primarily driven by a potential sort of banking financial crisis. Um, and with a lot of capital coming out of your your banking system and looking for other places to put their money. And one of the, the those places is Bitcoin, the decentralized type of uh, environment. So it's understandably received, you know, a significant amount of uh, of capital over the last few weeks, and then maintained, you know, for three, three or four of those weeks, just really didn't do much. And now we're on the march to the upside again. So understandably, seeing a little bit of a bounce in markets like Bitcoin. Okay, so um, so let's wrap it up then. We've got indices to the upside. Is there any clarity in in U.S. oil uh, after OPEC's decision to um, 
to restrict supply by 1.1 million barrels per day. We've seen the, the, the gap to the upside. So we, we're in a really a sideways moving pattern. So uh, above 81.77, we'd expect upside moves and below the 78.94, we'd expect downside moves. We're just in that little pattern at the minute. So just moving sideways. Um, so gold is an interesting one because um, looking for the dollar to weaken might not be a, a bad trade. And um, we do have this sort of weakness across the board. We're still in a bit of profit in the in the dollar, in the pound dollar. Um, our bias would be to the downside. We'd be mitting, mitigating risk on this trade uh, very shortly. So keep an eye out for that. And across the board the dollar looks like it has the potential to strengthen against markets like the yen this would be a structural failure trade to the upside it's worth commenting on the yen just briefly uh, you can see yesterday we had a bit of yen weakness today not much of a response you'll see the the predominantly more weakness uh, in the yen and it's just to do with um the new governor of the bank of japan and the fact that they made a statement suggesting that they're still going to keep tight control over their yield curve management policy to try and still eke out um, as much inflation as they can being very, very accommodative. So um, it's not that surprising to perhaps see the yen uh, weaken quite considerably with probably further yen weakness to, um, to, to keep an eye out for. So we've got US indices indices uh potential strength um we've got yen weakness and where are we at with this dollar looks like dollar weakness doesn't it Honestly, there's a distinct lack of kind of clarity. The Aussie and the New Zealand. You see, we talk about a weaker dollar, but um, there's there's no significant advantage between the dollar and the yen, so they're just sort of cancelling each other out. So that euro, euro yen, pound yen. The problem is we have pretty strong resistance just above these current highs. Gold. We just it's it's a poor quality signal because we're we're kind of below the monthly lows. Um we're currently experiencing a pullback. Yes, we are at support levels. So if we look at the smaller time frames, maybe there's a there is a slightly better opportunity here. Um, so above the, the 2003 level, 1981. So yeah, there's a, there's a, I mean, unfortunately you're really looking at a $20 risk, which is a lot higher than we would like to, but there's, and that's if you've got a strong bias to the upside, which we have, but we do have strong resistance just above these levels. And we do try to avoid um, buying below strong resistance. And that's what this would be. So a bit of a tough one there for, for 
for gold traders um, or biases to the upside. We just probably need to see a little bit more from that. So we're not we're not blessed with um, with fantastic opportunities uh, just yet. So let's um, let's put this trade plan together, and uh, then we'll switch rooms, of course. So today's trade plan, the market summary. It's um, it, it it is mixed, so mild uh, risk on. Excuse me. So in terms of some context, in terms of you know how bullish should we be in these markets, um, we probably shouldn't be too bullish. There is a kind of this mixed kind of backdrop. We have um, the US, uh, I'll just share them with you. If we look at the US bond yields, they're just ticking around that kind of 4% on the two year, 3.4% um, on the 10 year. There's still this inversion, very important inversion that we still have inverted markets to the tune of around 60 basis points. A month ago, that was over 105. So conditions have improved. And again, these this softening uh, that we're seeing across the, the, the bond markets is, is really quite supportive of markets, i.e. pushing uh, prices to the upside. So, okay, let's wrap this up then. So. The backdrop is really quite mixed, um, but there is this sort of slight edge towards these um, mild risk on market conditions, which we should take notice of. Uh, US indice is really the only way, as things currently stand, we can only really look for further upside now, uh, bearing in mind yesterday's significant price action move. Uh, so US indice strength, dollar weakness. Uh, so yeah, we were be, be mindful of, of erratics, you know, on Friday, or sorry, last Thursday, should I say, we we'll say, look, be careful of trading bank holiday lighter markets because you can get a lot of kind of strange moves. And I think the moves we saw yesterday were, were pretty, pretty erratic. So um, always worth keeping that in mind, which is why when you have significant bank holidays across the board, um, it's often worth, you know, taking the break and then come back when the markets are a little bit fuller. Um, Okay, so we're waiting major inflation numbers this week in the US. Um, which may prove um,
Okay, so um, so it's going to be really interesting to see how how these inflation numbers play out. So look, I'm just going to post the chat box uh, the the trade today's trade plan into your chat box there, guys. So you've got it posted. So take that with you. So because of the um, the market summary and the fact that we've got quite mixed, mild risk on market conditions, um, we are looking for U.S. indice strength. Um, if we start breaking sort of recent highs, there could be some buying opportunities there. And also um, the dollar weakness. Will we see that dollar roll over to the downside? I'm oh, sorry. We, we, sorry, it was, uh, it was yen weakness, wasn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. So that that the risk on market condition, you know, we'd be looking for capital to come out of safe havens like the yen and potentially into riskier assets like the equity markets, and that's what we can kind of position ourselves for. All right, let's go into our live trade room then, and we'll start looking for those opportunities and see where the best opportunities lie. I'll just repost that there into the chat box. So look, uh, on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. We'll switch rooms there now. Um, so if you want to um, join us for the morning's trading, uh, we look forward to seeing you in the other room. You can just access it through your members area. And that's our plan for today. So potentially a little bit of a tentative start to the week, we would assume. It now appears that we're probably going to be shifting over to this uh, narrative on the left-hand side of your screen, the risk on indices higher, potentially dollar lower, or in today's case, probably the yen lower. Um, bond yields still at sort of significant lower levels, although they're just pushing a little bit higher right now, but um, we've, we've seen a massive jump from the, from the upside uh, and they've taken a, a, a strong correction lower. And then commodities potentially higher as well. So we'd be looking for that US oil trade and potentially gold to the upside as well. So we want confirmation in either way. And the last number of weeks have been flip-flopping between the two. So it has proven to be quite challenging. On that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care. We'll, um, if you've got any questions, don't hesitate to post them into the chat box. And uh, thanks very much for joining us. We do Traders Markets live fully live and interactive every single day from 8 a.m. and again at 12.45 p.m. for the U.S. trading session. So if you want to join us for those trading events, uh, do so, uh, where we go through our whole approach, really, in terms of how we look to to conduct ourselves in these markets. And for more information, just go to livetradesman.com and uh, you feel free to contact us, contact us through our website if you need. Great stuff, guys. On that note, do take care. We'll speak soon. Bye for now.